to come down from the high of hanging out in person and maybe get into a few bad things, you know, off microphone. We discuss DreamWorks' The Bad Guys. I'm Chad. And I'm Matt. This is the 64th episode of We Used to Talk About This at Work. All right, so top of the show, I want to say welcome back, Jamie. It's been a minute since you've been on, late January, if I recall. Yeah, I believe it was January. So I appreciate you, you know, coming out and, you know, um, doing this with us. But um, also, I want to say welcome back to Japan to Matt. It feels good to be back. Why is that? Off the top of my head, I miss my bidet. I didn't feel clean in the States. All right. So I've been accustomed for these last two and a half years for my bidet. My booty area been extra clean. <laughs> and then when I go stateside, uh, just regular toilet paper, I didn't feel all the way fresh. So I'm back being fresh again. A nice warm seat. Not because somebody else sat on it right before I got done. It's already warm. So I missed the bidet. Your parents didn't have one? They have one in their room, but, you know, I don't know how other households are, but we don't go into our parents' uh, bathroom like that. I see. I see. That makes sense. Jamie, do you have a bidet? No. Hmm. The whole you thing. You need to get yourself out. one. The whole thing, what, Jamie? I don't know. It just it just seems weird. It's weird at first. It's definitely weird at first. I do like the idea of it being heated, you know. I'm very cold all the time, so that would be nice. <laughs> the one time I can be warm is when I put, well, actually, you're a girl, so you sit down to use the bathroom every time. So never right. mind. Um, yeah, I bought one. Um, it was like at the start of the pandemic, and Samantha was pregnant. And so um, we were like, it would probably be a good idea to get a bidet for one of the bathrooms for like after you get birth and all this shit. So we had one, and at first it was weird, but then eventually I was like, this is... This is right. So do you use toilet paper too with it? Or is it one or the other? You can, well, the toilet paper can be like just to dry it off the water. Okay. Yeah. Are, are there some with like the, um, with a blow dryer in them? So that yes. you don't have to? So you just yes. get blown on the booty hole? Mm-hmm. Now I've mm-hmm. experienced that. But that feels <laughs> like it's gonna, that's gonna be weird. <laughs> oh, that, that's, that's where it gets weird, huh? <laughs> No, the, the first the first time I used the bidet, I was like, oh, ooh. And then it, but then I got used to it. So it's probably gonna be the same thing that once the using a dryer, I'm gonna be like, it's gonna feel weird at first. And then it's gonna be like, huh, I've been living my life like a caveman this whole time and I've been missing out on this. Okay. Um, so Jamie, I just found out that you have um corrupted your soul and you are now an iPhone user. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I hated my other phone. I had a Galaxy S21 and uh, it was a horrible phone, which is awful because I love, I've had many galaxies prior to that and love them. But this one had, had no battery life. Like it died all the time. And I play Genshin Impact on my phone and I had to play it at lowest settings, otherwise it would crash playing at a higher setting. And uh, 
So whenever I went to go look at new phones, there wasn't any other good options. And uh, I got a MacBook at the beginning of the year. And I figured between the MacBook, my iPad and the phone, it would make things easier for me. Yes. So it's all, it's all in sync. I'm sure I'm sure that you're over here fucking texting from your iPad right now while on a podcast on your MacBook. And then you're over here. Te- uh, My iPad is sitting here. I mean, it's not being in use, but it's sitting here. But um, Also, you were telling me that um, you had your crafting station set up. Like, was everything in boxes and whatnot? uh no so my boyfriend is going to start streaming through twitch oh and you so, will definitely have to give us his user information when we close out yeah so I, is he is he cool like do we need to interview him at some point i mean i think he's cool that's not <laughs> what i asked you that's like that's like you asking uh that's like my mom says i'm cool well that's what he says too <laughs> but um so I had all my Schitt's Creek stuff over there and I had like all my craft stuff and I didn't want him to have that as his background you know his background and he wants to be able to put up anime posters and stuff mm-hmm. and so I moved I switched the basement around and moved all my crafting to one area so in my basement when you first come in now he's got his twitch area I've got my crafting area and then Ezra has a projector area with Legos and his nugget what so- is a nugget it is a uh, couch that you can uh, manipulate into all kinds of different shapes. Interesting. I've mm-hmm. never heard of okay, this. I've seen that before. I've yeah. seen it before. Yeah, he got it a couple Christmases ago and he loves it. He builds forts in it and uh, it's just a really cool. You can jump on it. You can do like gymnastic stuff on it. Oh, okay. I just looked it up. I have heard of that. So it's so a funny story. When I got this nugget, um, I had to enter a lottery to be able to purchase it. Yeah. Because it was so in demand that they couldn't produce enough to meet the demand. So you had to enter a lottery to get chosen for a chance to buy it. Was it during COVID though? Yes, it was. Yeah, that's, you know. But it, that's also how the baddies were sought out. Not even before, not even during COVID, but like they've always had limited. Okay, stock. I see. Like, I don't even know if you could go buy one right now. Like, they have certain times when they're in stock, or at least that's the way it used to be. They would call them drops, and you'd have to sign up in advance to be notified that they were dropping them. And then you had to, like, rush to buy it. And but now um, there's several different, like, dupes. I think Target has a dupe. And uh, No, I mean, I'm on the official website, and I can order one right now. Okay, so then they must have caught up with it, but that's not how it used to be. Okay. But yeah, I uh, he loves it. Hmm. Perhaps I will look into this technology then. It is because it can grow with. I mean, for yours, she's so tiny. You know, it could last her years and years and years. And and it's machine washable, so you, you know she gets sick on it, spills milk on it. You can throw the unzip it and throw it in the washer. Matt, um, how was traveling back home? Um, I've explained to you before how much I hate flying and. This has been my worst experience flying ever. I get from St. Louis to Chicago and I'm waiting at the way at the gate and I see a little kid run around. His mother's chasing him and he's like, just like falls like, on the floor. Like playful chasing or like he's getting away chasing? <laughs> playful, playful chasing. Okay. And then 
But once she grabs him, she's like, all right, let's go back. And then he kind of like does the kid thing, just lays on the ground and Ooh. won't stand up and be Ooh. all limp. And I'm thinking in my head, this badass kid. <laughs> so fast forward, as I get to my seat, I look over and I'm on the aisle. I'm in the middle row of uh, the plane. So there's three seats, aisle, three seats, aisle, and three seats. So I'm in the middle three seats and I come over there and I look down as a baby in the middle seat getting his diaper changed. I'm like, oh, it was this badass kid. Wait, oh, fuck. This kid is going to be sitting next to me. And I realize this is a 12 hour flight. This is uh, Chicago to, to Tokyo. Yes. This is a 12 hour and 40 minute flight. This kid cried 10 out of hours out of this fucking flight. So I'm sitting there. All right, if you don't know me, I don't really like kids like that at all. Like, so she's uh, the the mother is black, right? So she's right here. Kid, kind of light skin in the middle. Then it's me. So like this kid has been crying this whole time, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to like, hey kid, whatever, whatever, some colors or stuff? I don't know. I don't know what you do with these kids. So like this kid is crying and it was a couple over here. They keep looking over at me. Like, I guess maybe they thought I might, might be the daddy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Why, why I'm not helping. I don't exactly. know. These Man, <laughs> you I'm need to, to, you need to handle your business with your son. Okay. <laughs> right, right. They kept looking at me and I'm like, I don't know them. So like they had like, uh, on the other side, you know, had some Japanese ladies where she would like help. Like when, um, like when she needs to go to the to the bathroom, the mother needs to go to the bathroom. The Japanese ladies will help with uh, the kid, and then you know when we could have the seatbelts off, they would like. I guess he likes to run around. So you he, you uh, guess they, you you think he likes to run around? <laughs> right, right. So then they'll run around the plane, and then like I'm getting so angry in my mind. I'm getting so first thing I thought about. Ooh, I can't wait for the podcast. I'm about to lay into this motherfucker. And then I was like, you know what? Like, I'm getting, like so much anger is built into me where I'm like, man, fuck that. They need to start having, you know how they have like 25 and older clubs and stuff like that. They need to have a plane ride when you don't have kids. When I say like, if the kid cannot speak and let you know what they want, they can't be on this flight. I, I was just thinking of everything about not having this kid here because it was. And then, OK, so like the kid would be on this iPad or whatever. And sometimes he would like, like lean on my leg or whatever. Right. Right. So then the mother would be like, oh, no. And then like move away. So but this happened like every 15 minutes. Right. He would like lean on my leg. And I'm just like, I don't care. Just do it. So then finally, when realize he's already crying because, you know, hungry stuff and she's breastfeeding. Right. Too. What? On the plane. <laughs> yeah so just uh, adding it all together <laughs> right so, so then she's like uh so then he's like lean like so like every 10 15 minutes she's like moving away saying sorry and i'm not saying anything i haven't said anything to this at all i'm just trying to focus on the movies and everything else like that so finally one time she he leaned on me on my knee and then she pulled him away and smacked his butt then the motherfucker started crying louder so that i was like i was like hey it's okay. It's it's fine. And then she was like, no, it's not okay. So then I start thinking, maybe I shouldn't have said that because <laughs> a, ran, a, a random man and said, it's okay for your son to lean up on my leg. And I was like, ah, 
I don't want to be out here like a pervert. I right. just want the motherfucker to cry. Right, right, right. <laughs> so right. I was like, a- a- after that, I didn't say nothing else to him. I was like, whatever. Your mother whoop you. Your mother whoop you. I was like, all right, I ain't going to do nothing else. But I did. It was a, the worst experience I ever had on this fucking flight. Uh, I was waiting for like somebody to be like, hey, shut that fucking kid up or something like that. But apparently there was other kids like this. So the couple rows behind us, this motherfucker crying back here, rose up there. And I was like, I need to like I had a chance to upgrade my seat. But it was gonna be like um, an extra two hundred fifty dollars, and I was like, "No, nah, it's gonna." I was like, "No, nah, it's gonna be fine. I'm gonna be, you know, an adult and everything." Never was that I think a fucking baby was gonna be next to me. I mean, how could you ever know that? Right. So, um, so then now I get to customs. I get to Tokyo, and this whole thing about COVID and everything. And I did all this. I get there. The plane is late. I have an hour to make it to my gate. So now we have the first process of going through what they call quarantine. You have to do all show your paperwork. I'm running to get there stuff. I'm like, cool, make it everything. I'm waiting for my bag. My bag is like one of the last ones to show up. And it's like 45 minutes later. So then I finally get my bag, go through customs. I miss my fucking flight. What? So I'm just like, oh, my fucking God. But yeah, I get to my gate. Basically, they had another plane leaving in an hour after that. So I was able to make it and stuff like that. But that baby ruined that flight for me. I don't even. It was just horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. I'm sorry. Uh, Jamie, have you ever flown with your son? Uh, No, he's never been on a plane. And he's like eight. Eight. Yeah. Uh, mine is two, and so far, no, she hasn't been on the plane either. But what you just described, Matt, is my biggest fear. That's one of the reasons why I don't want to take her on a flight. Um, the other is like she has a lot of accessories, and so like it's just a lot of shit to pack up and then you know go through security and all that stuff. Right, because I really like is my hatred is just for the kid, the the mother. <laughs> you could tell that she she was struggling in this situation because what really can you because she had to be like uh he had to be like maybe two because he could walk he had like one or two teeth but he couldn't speak so i don't know what age range that is but she was trying her she was trying the best her best but it was just that kid we just wouldn't let it go so i felt i felt bad for her yeah well and see the bad thing with just like with ezra they've had so many ear infections that that scares me too. Like the pressure on their ears, because, Mm -hmm. you know, he's so sensitive to stuff like that because he's had to have tubes and he's had so many ear infections. I just am scared that like the pressure, he would just scream and would not stop. Didn't your son get ear tubes? Yeah. When he was two. Yeah. Maybe. I, I mean, I would hope that they would do their job and protect from that. You would hope. That's how I said hope. I don't know. (laughs) One thing that I wish I'd known before about the ear tubes is that if they don't fall out on their own by a certain time, you have to then pay to have them removed. Hmm. Yeah. The more you know. Because once they get a certain age, they can't be in there anymore because it'll uh, cause problems with their growth, like their ear growth as they get older. What is what, what are these ear tubes? There are t- tubes that have to be surgically put in the ear to help um, keep the water from getting in 
or infection from getting in. It's supposed yeah. to reduce the amount of ear infections they get. But I, uh, with Ezra's, I had to pay almost $3,000 to have them put in. Yep. Because yep. we hadn't hit the deductible on the insurance and we had really shitty insurance at the time. Yeah. So similar to us, like one, they had us do the procedure in January when obviously your deductible just reset. Mm-hmm. And also on Samantha's insurance, which is not as good as mine, because like she has like, oh, hey, I don't really I don't have a fucking chronic illness insurance. And I do like my, you know, I have like the high option. So, yeah, we had to pay. Maybe eighteen hundred dollars like on the spot. Yep. Wow. on the fucking spot before they'll even like let you go back to do exactly this. like exactly. And, and then they were calling like three or four days before to, to get like half down like they wanted a deposit right it's wow a- um have you been watching anything matt yes when i went home my mother has everything <laughs> when i say everything she has the hulu she has the youtube tv stars uh paramount plus he has everything so so hold up before you tell talk about the show did you watch that sh- that movie i told you to watch palm springs no but i was about to uh because i told my mother about it and she, or she listened to it and um uh, we we turned it on and then what happened something happened like people came over and we didn't watch it and then we forgot about it but right. uh we we are going to watch that yeah because okay. she was talking about that but basically, so my time back home, I was able to watch all these shows and um, I watched a lot, actually. So the the, the second list are the I me start the best. The best new show I found out is on stars. It's called P-Valley. Have you heard of P-Valley? Mm-mm. I have. I believe the P stands for pussy. Good job, Chad. Good job. It's about a strip so, club, uh, right? Yeah, uh, the Pink is a popular strip club in Mississippi where in- intrigue abounds with the mysterious Autumn, who's welcomed by Mercedes, the dancer, and Uncle Clifford, the club's owner. So basically, you have Uncle Clifford; he runs the uh, the club. You have Mercedes, who's like the number one stripper, and then you have this new person, Autumn, come in. For now, all you Harry Potter fans out there, Jamie Autumn, and our, Jamie and I mess with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Do you remember um, Alerica Johnson? She's a light-skinned chick. You mean Angela Johnson? No. Alerica Johnson. She was on the, I think, the uh, fifth one? She was on... Oh, this... That he's talking about that random girl at the beginning of the fifth Harry Potter movie that was like, no, this is the sixth one. This is Half-Blood Prince. When Harry, it is at the beginning of Half Blood Prince, the movie, Harry the is waitress. right. Harry is in a um, like a diner, yeah, waiting on Dumbledore, and some some random um, waitress is all like, "Ooh, you cute, Harry Potter." You know, she gives him like a look. That you know, uh, this this don't count. I don't even think she had a line. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but she she's uh, I was gonna, well, I was gonna say. Any Harry Potter fans, that character gets naked, but I guess she don't really matter in the Harry Potter uh, story. But it's real good. Uh, How is her American accent? Oh, she uh, it's good. I didn't know she was. Uh, I mean, she if she in Harry Potter, she's British. Oh, all the cast is. Yeah. Oh, 
I mean, I, I did not know that. I honestly don't think there's a single American in any of those movies. Oh, hey, Jamie, off the top of your head, can you think of anybody that's an American? No. Yeah. But it's uh this show, uh, as the title says, it ain't something you're gonna be you're gonna be watching with your kids. It's something um, that also, Matt's gonna watch with his mom. Actually, you might not want to watch with your your parents either. There's a lot of uh sex and things. Uh, I don't want to say this. How was watching that with your mom? Oh, I didn't watch it with my mother. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. But also, what the thing is, it's a uh, sex from from mo- from um, different sides of the gender spectrum. So you get a little bit of everything in this. Oh, they've got trans characters. You get yeah heterosexual. You get gay. Um, it's a, it's a lot. I mean, they cover a lot of the spectrum. I like it. It's a good uh, show. So here's my question: Are, Is there do they show full frontal of men in this show? Yes, you get a lot of dicks. Okay, I was curious. Um, we're in a much more progressive time, and for the longest, like you never really saw penises on anything. Yeah, it needs to be more equal. Yeah, it is. So I highly recommend it. It's on stars and other places you can get it. And then the other show I watched is have you heard a show called The Bear? Is that the yes. one with the cook? Yes. No. Oh, it's the one with the that one guy, right? And Amy. Uh, it's the guy from um, Shameless, uh, Jeremy Allen White. He okay. is a. It's a the, the, the synopsis is a young chef from fine dining world returns oh. to Chicago to run his family sandwich shop. No, but I seen an advertisement for it today. Somewhere. It's real good. It's, it's only one season. And basically, like you, like you said, you have this guy who was one of the top chefs in the world. And he goes home to Chicago and runs his family's uh, sandwich shop. And uh, it's great. I love cooking shows like this. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's real good. I'll have to look at that. I just looked that guy up like with a name like Jeremy Allen White. I'm like, oh, okay. Were you born in Britain? Nah, Bronx, New York. Okay. <laughs> and that's uh, on uh that's on Hulu. Okay. All right. Um, was it eight episodes? Yeah, it's not long. All right. Uh so is it self-contained or did it, does it leave itself open for a second season? It leaves itself open for a second. I mean, if there was no second season, it ended nicely, but okay. it, it it can always have a second season to it. Okay. And it's an hour long show or a 30 minute show? I want to say it's like 45 minutes ish time okay. frame. Yeah. Okay. So I checked out a store called the Minifig Shop. It's an independent Lego store. Hmm. And I, if you're even remotely interested in Legos, like not to the extent where like, oh man, I I buy the, the new sets every week, but just like, oh man, I think Legos are cool. Like check this shop out if you're in the St. Louis area. Um, when I first went, walked into the store, I got the feeling that I wish I got when I go to like the real Lego store in the mall where like when you go to the Lego store in the mall, it's just like a small store. They got a few things on display, like right in front, and then just the boxes of the stuff they want you to buy. Mm-hmm. But this store has like so many sets, like already made, and like they got 
different areas like that are like um um roped off with like uh like a like like a um plastic guardrail type thing to where they made like lego cities and stuff with like different blocks it looks it's really cool and then they've got like a lot of like uh discontinued sets like if you want to purchase those like for your collection and like a lot of minifigures which are like the little people like from different things like star wars harry potter you know stuff like that uh even like slightly less popular stuff um it's worth it just to walk through the store like it's a really cool shop um when i guess i'm looking it up right now too when i get some money together i might go back up in there and you know purchase some sets i just speaking of that i just told the wife today that uh i just seen um they had some legos or i don't know if sugar's legos or not but blocks building where you can build uh like shoes like air force ones or adidas (laughs) And I yeah, was like, Ooh, Lego, I might like that. Lego has a um an, an, an Adidas shoe that you can make, and the box for the Legos is a shoe box. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. okay. Yeah, I, I told the wife I think I might want that one now. That looks pretty dope. I just bought a set. I'm not sure if I sent it to you, Matt, but it's the Lego Jazz Quartet. Um, let me pull that up and I'll put that into the Zoom chat. But it's a cool set. I'm I'm gonna start it on Monday when I have some time. It, as long as I'm done with editing and stuff. And, so many um, waiting to be built. Yeah, I do too, but this is going to the top of the list because I have like a um a painting of a, a jazz player in my living room. And I've always moved that like uh, every I, I've had it ever since I've lived by myself as an adult. And so it's like, yeah. And I also like personally like jazz and stuff. So I'm like, this is something that's got to go on display and plus that we said that the soul movie kind of character kind of looked like you <laughs> that's something you said but you know really nobody else has ever said that to you no no one is as racist as you are it's always your own people that is true that is true but nah you look just like that character <laughs> i put it in the um the zoom chat and i'll put a link to the um the set in the show notes as well Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, Have you guys heard about this feud between Doja Cat and Will from Stranger Things? No. Uh, Vaguely. So before you get the, or I guess you explain it. I just heard something about she DM'd a minor. That's all I heard for trying to get with somebody else or something. Yeah, so the uh, the kid that plays Will on Stranger Things, he's 17. And let me look up Doja Cat's um age. Doja Cat is a is an artist by the way. She's 26 years old. And she's no stranger to internet controversy. So basically, she wanted the kid from Stranger Things to um hook her up with the contact information. Now, basically she's like, "Hey, can you tell um, this actor from Stranger Things, like one of the new characters, to hit me up? Because I want to see what's going on. I want to, you know, go out with them. And um, the kid was like, just slide into his DMs. And she was like, I, I don't know. Like, does he have Instagram? Does he have Twitter? I, I don't see that. And so he's he gave her a link to dude's um, Instagram. And then he screenshotted the conversation they had and then posted to social media and doja cat just went out calling him a snake and like a you know two-timer 
and just like, you know, he didn't need to put my personal business out there. And it's like, it's not like there's any like personal information in these and what was shared. It's not like she's like, here's my phone number. And he put her phone number on the internet. And it's very innocent. Like she was like, hey, can you tell the actor to hit me up? Wait, does he have a girlfriend? And then like just innocent stuff like that. It's like nothing bad what was shared, but she just lost it. And so the yeah, I mean, yes, 100 percent. And so the Internet's like, why are you hitting up a minor trying to like basically hook you up with some dude that is of age? That's weird. Doja Cat. Right. It is. I mean, I on one hand, I get it. Like she knows him. I, I assume they're some level of friends. So she hit him up like, hey, hook your girl up. But I mean, I don't know if we need to be calling them names and stuff. Right. It's not that serious. Even if he did do it, I don't know why did he leak it though. I, th- I think he probably thought it was funny because you got to remember he's a fucking minor, <laughs> right? That's if yeah. Why are you why are you hitting up a minor? Yeah, that's weird. And it's like they I don't know if Doja Cat would be considered a, a millennial at twenty six, probably. But like you know these Gen Gen Z kids, we don't understand what the fuck is going on in their heads. No. So now she's doing too much. Um, yeah, we are flying through this fucking episode. This is gonna be great to edit. All right, so you guys ready to do this? Yep. Yes. All right. This week we discuss the bad guys. On the outside, the five of you are villains, predators, <laughs> remorseless sociopaths. <laughs> Oh, stop it. You're making me blush. We're the bad guys. Ah! And this is the crew. Mr. Snake. Mr. Angela. Mr. Piranha. And Mr. Shark. And rounding out the crew is me. The big bad wolf. We may be bad, but we're so good at it. Several reformed yet misunderstood criminal animals attempt to become good with some da- drastic, yeah, with some interesting results along the way. Because I can't say that word. Uh, <laughs> Jamie, what did you think of the bad guys? I thought it was really cute. Okay. Um, of course, I watched it with my son, and he lo- loves the <laughs> fart jokes. <It's> <laughs> as, as the youth does. Um, so I think it, it's really cute to see their reactions to it. Um. But I mean, it was predictable. I kind of figured out who was good, who was bad and all that very early on. Um, But I thought the characters are really cute. Um, I just thought it was a nice movie. Okay. Uh, Matt? Um, She stole the word I was going to use. I was going to use cute too. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was... uh... Nice little cute movie. Um, <laughs> I watched this on the plane between cries. Was it uh, was it a, a selection on the plane? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. So um, I enjoyed it. it. It's I enjoyed the movie, but it felt like bootleg is not the right word. It felt like a imitation brand. 
yeah, there we go. It felt like a imitation brand of a regular DreamWorks Pixar movie. Well, this like, is a DreamWorks movie. Okay, yeah. So it felt like a, a lesser, like the main writers were, were on vacation, so they had like some other people step in. Oh, uh, the some B things. team. I got you. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I mean, it, it was a. It's you know, it's like a movie that you see on like Nickelodeon or something like that, Cartoon Network. But it, it was a joy. I mean, it was. There was nothing to complain about. I liked, uh, of course, I liked the wolf and everything. I do not care for Aquafina. <laughs> uh, so any anything she's in, I do she not is very care problematic. For it. We will get a, we can get on that at, off mic, but she's a problematic human. But I know but you I, like her though. But I will say I find her sexy as fuck. I think she's hilarious. We will get. We will talk about that off mic, Jamie. We we, yeah, we yeah. We're, we're we're going full steam ahead here, right? Um, but I I like the voices and everything. Um, I like the concept of it. It was good. Um, I probably should have my son watch it because I think he'll enjoy it too. Like you said, the fart jokes and and things like that. But overall, I thought it was an alright movie. Yeah, I thought it was alright. Um. When we got into, you know, when before like truly got going, like when they got arrested, um, I was like, oh, is this movie like trying to like, I, I'm like, OK, clearly the uh, hamster is a bad guy here. And like they kept going along and he was doing good stuff. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Are we not about to just like check all the boxes of like a kid's movie? Like as an adult, I've seen enough of these movies to know that the hamster is a bad guy. And I'm like, are you guys about to like not do that? I'm like, oh, am I going to really, really like this movie? And like at the very end, they're like, nah, just kidding. He's a bad guy. Don't, nah, nah, right. nah. Yeah, you, you could see what was going to happen a mile away. And I was like, oh, OK. I mean, it's a little predictable. And Snake being a good guy, I when Snake was like, showed up with um the hamster dude i thought from the whole from jump he was like playing me too me too yeah um but i didn't really care for the twist of like the governor being a thief too yeah like, that this seemed is, like we're doing too much here what well, was like last minute like uh oh well let's just make her bad too right yeah, we were doing a lot. Um, also, I found it very interesting that all of the animals in this world were crooks. Every animal character was a crook. Yeah. That's hmm. interesting. Also, like, right. I, I was like, also, what kind of world is this? Because, like, at the beginning, people were, like, cowering in fear of them. And I was like, is it because they're walking, talking animals? Like what is happening here? But, but right, but then later on, there's animals that's held in government positions, so it didn't really make sense. Right. Well, and the cat right. that kept going up the damn tree couldn't talk. Yeah, like, that was a regular cat. <laughs> right. It's like so, you know, like Goofy's a dog, but Pluto's <laughs> a real dog. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So like stuff like that didn't make sense. But I was like, okay, like this movie's fine. It's, like you guys said, it's cute. I really like the animation style. It was interesting. I love mm. that their tails wagged every time someone told them they were good guys. Yes, that was that cute. Was <laughs> but um, I saw something online that comp- that said that the bad guys is a is basically um, Lupin the Third set in Zootopia. And I was like, I don't know a lot about anime, but I know Lupin, 
And like that sounds right. Mm. No, because Lupin, no Lupin is. I thought, um, he was, basically... I thought he was stealing shit. I thought they were thieves. Yeah, he was a thief, but it's more like he was a thief where like he dread he um that's what I'm looking for. He wears costumes and stuff to steal or whatever like that. Right, but you got the element of animated thief with Zootopia. Yeah. Yeah. I all right, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to accept it, man. It's okay. I, uh, I can see it's it's a reach, but I can see it though. <laughs> I, I can see it down the line. Was this ever released in theaters? Yes. Yeah, it was. Like March or something like that. Oh. It wasn't in theaters long, to be honest. Um, it made its money though. It made its money. Oh wow. Um, it had a uh, budget of seventy million dollars, and worldwide it made two hundred forty-four million. Oh wow! Okay, get your it, money. It it came out at a good time. Like um, it came out in April. Um, April twenty-second, and it's like not a lot of stuffs out then, you know? Right. Like and it's like it's tailor made for kids. Yeah, but like just to get on like a slight tangent, like have you seen trailers for that movie Pause of Fury? It's got um, uh, what's Scott Pilgrim's real name? I know you're talking about uh, that guy. Yeah. Uh I'm his. I'm looking at his face in my head. He, he's in it. Like uh, Sam Jackson's in it. Uh, other people. And it's like it's coming out like within the next week or two. And it's like a movie uh-huh. like that, don't bring that out in the summer because like that's not a Disney movie. That's not a, a DreamWorks movie. You know, like that's like some other animation studio. Like Michael Sierra. Michael Sierra, right. Like that feels like something that needs to come out, come out like this, like in April or March or something. Or hell, even like September when you don't have a lot of can- a competition, like Minions just came out. And mm-hmm. your your movie's about to come out. Like that movie is gonna not do well, that I don't think. Poor minion movie has been trying to come out for so long. It didn't it make a lot of money. I don't know. So I don't know the budget. That's not released, but so far the worldwide gross is two fifty eight and it's been out for like two weeks, I think. I don't know. I just feel like there's so many of them now. This is the fifth one, I believe. Oh wow. Because, yeah. like, you know, the, the trend of people showing up in suits and everything. So, apparently, those people who've been doing it, they've been trashing the theaters. So, now <laughs> oh I've seen um, I've seen posts where, like, theaters, like, if they see you in a suit going for the million movies, they're not going to let you in. On site. On site. Why are they trashing it? Because they're being assholes. Right. It's teenagers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think the Rotten Tomatoes is on the bad guys? Um, 65. Yeah, I would say in the 60s somewhere. 88% with, really? a 90, with a 93% audience score. Wow. That's surprising. Are there... How long has it been since there's been a good kids movie out? Is that part of it? Minions? No. Oh, you were still talking about the Minions. 
No, no, no. That 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 was bad guys Rotten Tomatoes, but it's like um, that's what I mean. Is that why it's so high? Because there hadn't been a really good kids movie for a while. Well, let's see. Animated movies, two thousand twenty-two. Um. Yeah, bad guys. That didn't go out in theaters. Yeah, I feel like that may have been like the first big one of the year. Um. Like fully animated, like mm-hmm. I mean, because Sonic came out, but I wouldn't count that as an animated movie, you know. No, and I don't think that was in theaters long either. But that made a shit ton of money. I mean, it was a very cute movie, but I just don't um, Easter Easter weekend, if I remember right, because that ended up as Actually, a re- April eighth because <laughs> it was my it came out on my boyfriend's birthday. Okay, as a result of that movie doing so well. Nintendo delayed the release of the Mario movie to Easter weekend of 2023 to say as a fuck you to Sonic. (laughs) How does that say fuck you to Sonic? Because they're like, okay, we're going to come out the exact same weekend, exact same conditions, and we expect to do better than you. Oh. I mean, honestly, I didn't see Sonic 2 in the theaters. But I will be there opening night for Mario. I fuck with Mario so fucking hard. Yeah, you're not a Sonic fan. Yeah, I I I I, I didn't fuck with that Genesis stuff going growing up. Yeah, I didn't have a Genesis either. Yeah. All right. So this week's trivia is based around um somebody that I think is a fucking baddie and Matt hates Aquafina. Um <laughs> The Bad Guys is Aquafina's fifth animated movie. Of the following, which movie was she not in? A. Storks. B. Ice Age Collision Course. That's the fifth Ice Age movie. C. The Angry Birds Movie 2. D. SpongeBob Sponge on the Run. That is the third SpongeBob movie. Or E. Raya and the Last Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> why why did you do that <laughs> well you know which you i feel like you know one that she's absolutely 100 percent in right that's what i said so why would you add that in there though that's why i said why <laughs> because i'm listening all i'm listening the four movies she was in plus one she wasn't angry birds oh, i don't know oh that seemed like some shit she would do uh let me go with Ice Age. Okay. So Matt is right. Uh, that's a good guess. She wasn't <laughs> in Ice Age 5. She wasn't in any Ice Age movie, but she was in the other four. Storks, Angry Birds 2, SpongeBob 3, and Raya. I she don't feel like she's okay. been around that long. That's the thing. Storks came out in 2016, and that's when she was like... Um, blew up enough to be in movies because that's around the time that she did Oceans 8, I believe. Mm. Yeah. All right, got three bits of trivia and then we're going to get the fuck out of here. The beginning of this film mirrors the beginning of Pulp Fiction, where two characters are sitting opposite one another in a diner, having what seems to be a rather idle conversation before revealing that both characters are actually on the verge of launching into a robbery. This um, movie is based on a children's book series of the same name by Aaron Babby. And when Professor Marmalade forces the bad guys to wear animal warnsies, 
Mr. Wolf wears that of a sheep, and a reference to the term of wolf in sheep's clothing, which he is also figuratively as well as literally at that point because he is a bad guy pretending to be good. All right. So I want to thank you for um, hopping on for your third appearance, Jamie. Yeah. Um, well, I just want to say once more, welcome back, Matt. Um, it was so nice seeing you in person and it was really nice doing this in person as well. Um, but I, I will say I absolutely miss sitting at my desk alone, talking to a screen. I don't know, just because like after after we log off, I'm getting into bed and I can't do that if you were physically here. Right. Cause then we're going to have to shoot the shit and you're going to take me home and right. me use your, turn your hotspot on and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I know he's going to put all your information out there, but <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at we used to talk pod. Come back next week when we review Demolition Man. And like always, I don't know if this is a good episode, I don't know if it was a bad episode, but whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening.